0: Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Don Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today we've got friend of the show, Paul Griffin, of Global Engineering. They're a uh, solutions provider for uh, grid-level and uh, infrastructure-level engineering solutions in the power uh, management space, monitoring, transmission, and uh We've had him on the show before, and we've talked about the smart grid and infrastructures. And, um, well, first let me say, Paul, thanks and welcome back to the show.
1: Well, Alex, thank you very much for having me on the show again.
0: Oh, well, the whole thing about the smart grid is critical, but one of the things I also love reminding the audience is, for all of those bells and whistles and, you know, uh, language software and, you know, the code involved, the bottom line is they're is still moving electricity from one point to another. There's still physical energy work being performed. It's not just all logic and numbers. It's lots of move to point move to point A to point B and it has to be managed and controlled and so the infrastructures
1: involved have to function as well, correct? Yeah, absolutely, Alex. The uh, it's, it's, you know the the transmission and, and distribution and generation all need to be working in order to be able to do things like load management and stuff. So, if you don't have a, a the pulse on the on the backbone of the power grid, then what can you control? Exactly, and not only that,
0: without any feedback, there is no precision. So you have to make sure that all of these, as you were saying, the management. The uh, subsystems required, they all have to be in place for the system to be, quote-unquote, intelligent.
1: Yeah, that's right. And, and that's why we spend so much time on, on helping the power industry really understand and know the condition of their assets. And, you know, that's where we really we develop the tools and the expertise and provide the support in that space. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys are known for your model-based uh, systems because
0: you've managed to link – your extensive database of the history of the company to modern uh, database technologies to be able to really get a handle on things like, hey, I sample my oil and, wow, I actually know my transformer might fail in six months instead of guessing what's going to happen to it.
1: Yeah, we've been, we've been in the business since 1920, and we've been developing the application and the expertise and the tools, really, to diagnose the condition of, uh, of electric apparatus. And uh, you're right, you know, you need, to, you need the people to develop those, the algorithms and that expertise and that knowledge base, and then you need to execute on it, be able to take those, all that information collected all, all those years and, and utilize it.
0: Right. Now, obviously, um, everyone's trying to migrate towards that, you know, shiny, happy future of very, very highly functioning, intelligent systems that are up all the time. Um, who are you currently working with right now, for example, that you could uh, give us maybe a little insight on some of the things that you do to help these uh, companies and organizations and even municipalities and governments move forward?
1: Yeah, we, we, we work through uh, much of the electric power sector, so we do a lot of work in generation. We just recently received a, uh, another big contract on the transmission side from Saudi Arabia, their uh, national grid. And, uh, you know, so we we really work through the whole system from the generation, transmission through distribution, and and the petrochemical and heavy industry. Mm Mm-hmm. Now,
0: but this isn't, for example, I mean, it's not the oil side of it. It's the energy production for the factory side of the oil generation processing and production, right?
1: Well, we're out there with the the whole thing, really. You know, we are out there on the uh, platforms drilling in the Gulf of Mexico or the South China Sea where... We're uh, supporting the uh, facilities on land, and we're supporting the heavy industry that uses a lot of petroleum and products to generate aluminum or other products. So we're really inter- intertwined with the whole industry.
0: Well, oh, that's very interesting, it actually, you know, Paul, when you think about all of that, because it is so intertwined, especially today, because, and the, the skills needed in the one space obviously aid the other. Are there some other spaces that you're involved in that might surprise our audience?
1: Well, you know, a lot of a lot of people. We, you know, we, we, uh, we as a company. We have three main areas or pillars of, of activities, and that's in the uh, development of, of diagnostic instruments. We also do a lot in the knowledge services, seminars, and stuff because of the sort of the changing in the industry and the the level of, uh, of skills in in the industry with so many people retiring. And then on my side is is the services, and we have an interdisciplinary team of people on the services side. So we have the, the chemistry group that understands diagnostics from the oil and transformers, for example. We have field engineers that go out and test generators and transformers and circuit breakers and whatever. And we have a transformer design engineers, people that have actually have factory experience. And it's sort of the, the power of putting all these people together in a team that allows you to really address the condition of, of apparatus in the electric utility space.
0: There you go. Now, um, can you give us a little bit like a walkthrough of, in the case of, say, Saudi, right? Now, they're a customer. They've obviously, you know, when you think of energy, they're one of the first things that rolls off your tongue. Um, what are the types of services that you're currently performing for them that you can port to any of your clientele?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. You know, the, with, with National Grid, they're really st- – thinking strategically and planning for the future, and trying to make their grid as, as robust and state-of-the-art as they can. And so we're helping them with uh, data collection, looking at what are the best tests to run, uh, what is the state-of-the-art equipment to do that with. We're, we're evaluating their uh, oil testing laboratories because we have the skills to do that and help them look at the quality of their data and, and the quantity of their data and also just look at all the data. Look at what they've done historically and where that's leading them and give them the visibility to their system that that you need to really operate a a transmission uh, system and then be able to take the remedial actions and the activities to drive down, you know, in-service failures and to allow you to really do asset management where you're, uh, trying to keep equipment in service as long as possible, minimize the outages, minimize unplanned outages, and and increase your your available time. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, that obviously is a
0: lot of moving parts. I mean, you must have a really uh, large and diverse staff with some really interesting, eclectic skill sets to be able to satisfy all of those uh,
1: requirements. Yeah, you know, we have a great team. We've been putting it together, well, we've been putting it together forever, but we've really been emphasizing this area for more than a decade, and we've brought on a team of transformer design engineers. We've expanded our our skills in the uh, oil testing side and added additional laboratory testing capabilities and brought on some expertise and things like uh, electromagnetic interference testing, partial discharge testing. So we really developed a diverse team with some great skills. And, and you know, it's great to have people on your staff like that where you know, I don't know everything. So, you know, you so you come up with a question. You, all I have to do is know the right people to answer it. Mm-hmm. No, yeah,
0: that's always a good thing about uh Having a good staff, as they say, eight people surround themselves with eight people. So, you know, you really need to be able to just turn around and snap your fingers and get the right answer nowadays.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and that's what, you know, the, the power industry expects, you know, and, and people expect, you expect, right? You go home at night, you want the electricity on, and if it's out for 10 minutes, you know, that's a problem. And so people want uh, to be able to reach out to a company and say, hey, you know, I have this problem. I want you to solve it really quick.
0: Well that makes a lot of sense because everybody wants their problem solved quickly.
1: So Paul, what i like to do is
0: before I close out the episode I always give my guests the opportunity to um have the last word. So you could talk about either more about, you know, the company and services or uh, your strategic uh, viewpoint or just a tip you'd like to leave with our audience, but just something
1: that um you know, you'd like to address before we close out the episode. The floor is yours. Well, thank you very much. And you know, I'm a I'm on the service team, so I'm gonna give you a service message at the end. And because I think it's so important and, and I've spent my career in this in this space, and that the, the service part of the company provides so much more than just having, you know, just a knowledge company or just a a, a products company that, that provides. Understanding the application that goes along with the products and how they're used and the significance of the findings. You know, all of that is, is so important. And it allows the company to grow into the new spaces, continuous online monitoring, the uh, spaces where you're looking at asset risk management systems, which are continuously feeding and updating the pulse of the entire system. And behind that, you know, when you have automated systems and stuff, having the, the, um, the skills behind it, you know, what was that problem? You know, there's some information from the automated piece, but having the service people behind it. But, the, you know, the thing that I find really great as a service provider and the thing that's really kept me in this space is the relationship with the customers. You know, it's, it's, uh, I feel like my group makes a difference every day, and that's a nice feeling to go home with at night. And uh, utilities, you know, the, the power industry, they kind of expect it from us, but that's okay. That's You know, that's what we like. Well, and
0: well, engineers have always been leaned upon to provide the solutions, you know, right? It's not like uh, that that's a surprise. The People uh, don't understand often the infrastructures behind all of that when they flip that light switch because it seems such an easy action. In fact, as uh, you probably know, Clark famously said, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. I flip a light switch, the lights go on, I stick a piece of bread in the toaster, and bang, toast comes out and they don't think about all of the infrastructure required to make sure that happens. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Paul, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. It's always good to talk about these things, especially when it comes to the grid. and We're literally creating it as we go along. So um, I think it is a good reminder to our audience that they need to make sure that their infrastructures are functioning properly so that the next layer they build on top of it will operate in the fashion they expect it to. So uh, thank you so much, and we'll bring you back in the future, so we'll talk some more about the grid as we go forward, okay? Well, thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, the pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everyone out in our audience for taking the time to be with us, because we obviously wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day.